Hey, welcome to Anarchy to Diapers. Today's episode is chitter chatter and music. The world is crazy. We got a pandemic, viruses, COVID 19. We got unemployment, bad stimulus packages, riots, protests. The world's a mess. We're not going to talk about any of that. I'm going to talk about my problems, my fears. I got this little bit of an echo. And my new space down in the basement. If you've been following me on social media, I've been posting up. Not because I want to be an influencer, but I'm trying to get my shit together. Make use of the time that I have. Because my wife's having another baby. Due in October. We'll talk about some of those fears. Right now. Let's jump into it. Anarchy to diapers, bitches! How's it going? So, where to start? I guess we should start with my first son. My first son, I didn't really have any worries. Not the worries that you would think. The worries of changing diapers, formula, swaddling the kid, aka the baby burrito. I had more fears of my ideas. Will I be able to implement them? Will I destroy my child's brain with my crazy radical ideas? Things like, no rules. There's just things we gotta do. Like walk the dog. If you own a dog, you gotta walk him. You gotta pick up his dog shit. This is part of loving a dog. If you don't want it, you shouldn't get a dog. That's how I do my house. I don't do rule the house with an iron fist like my stepfather did. It did nothing for me, but made me react in an aggressive manner myself. And with these ideas, I struggled in the beginning. I played regular music around my son, even for his birthday. Mixed it all up from punk rock, classic rock to pop, to rap. And someone said to me, you really think your kid likes this kind of music? And I said, actually, I don't know what kind of music he listens to. That's why I made this mix. One day he'll tell me. Who am I to tell him what to listen to, you know? And people think I'm crazy. This guy has way radical ideas. He's out of his mind. Who would do such a thing? And as a dad, I still wear band shirts. And a lot of times, people look at me with a band shirt. And right away, they start kind of talking down to me. Or, you know, they just are like, what's this guy's deal? Like, why do you wear band shirts? I don't care what band you listen to. I don't wear it because I want you to know what band I listen to. 
in full disclosure, sometimes that's the case. But that's when you go to shows, you're like, I'm going to represent this band. But anyway, to like other parents or other events I go to, I wear the shirt because I have to drape myself in some kind of clothing type material. And I might as well pay for a band shirt and give some money to a band I like or to a skateboard company. Why would I wear something from Nike? I hate big corporations. And I hate their slogan, just do it. Do what? It's so general and it's so vague, it makes me throw up. You know what I say? Just do it. Don't buy their shit. Just do it. Anyway, I don't raise my son in the church. I don't believe in the church. A lot of people are surprised is that about that. A lot of people aren't. Um, I don't believe in bad words. I just believe there's words you shouldn't use. Um, it's a bad way to express yourself, you know? Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a bad word. Um, there's a lot of things that I found me being different and not really fitting in with the general parents. I mean... Over time, I've gotten to know a lot of the parents, and uh, there's a lot of nice ones, and I get along with them great, and uh, some of them, you know, I talk to outside of uh, the school events and stuff, and they're all, they're, it's awesome, you know, it's a good thing, but for a long time, I felt very out of place and by myself, and I really think that's why I started this podcast, um, I think it was hard for me to admit that, especially when I was uh, first starting off as a parent, because, uh, you know, I have these ideas, but um, I got to implement them on my son, and will I corrupt my son, will I fuck him up, I don't know, this is a real life I'm dealing with, you know? But through time, I've seen that, uh, or I have seen that my ideas are good. They work. My son's a well-adjusted kid. He's very nice. Um, all the parents like him. They all like the way I actually interact with their kids and my son. And they're quite surprised sometimes. Sometimes I drop the ball and I go full dad and I'm just like, ah... You know, let the kids rough themselves up. They'll figure it out. Not always the best ideas. But sometimes, uh, you know, hey, I go dad on them. <laughs> you know? But especially when I was uh, first starting out. And uh, as a dad, and I take my, and I take my son to shows. Uh, a lot of people think it's cool that are at the shows. Everyone else in the world just look at me like I have ten heads. You took your kid to see this band? I'm like, yeah. And they're just like, why would you do that? Or they make some kind of comment that makes me feel like, uh, I don't know, maybe like uh, they make me feel like I'm immature or like a, an adult wouldn't take their kid to a show. That's something an adult does. I don't know. Maybe it was my own insecurities. I definitely got, uh, I don't know. I got a lot of the grow the fuck up vibes from people. 
and it made me question everything I was doing. Very different from the second child. Um, the baby's on the way. We, me and my wife had a, a lot of trouble. Um, my wife lost one of her ovaries due to a cyst. Um, I didn't really talk about it because uh, she wasn't ready to talk about it. Now that she's pregnant, she tells everybody it's not a big deal. So uh, I feel that I can now disclose this on the podcast, you know. Um, point being, took a while. I had to go for testing, make sure my guys still swim because I'm an older guy. And all throughout this process, I started getting worried. I started thinking about, like, what if uh, the baby has Down syndrome? Or what if the baby has autism? And uh, I almost feel weird talking about it because I feel like I might bring it into reality. Um, How I dealt with it, as silly as this may sound, I started using uh, visualization as a tool. I've heard athletes talk about this. I've heard therapists talk about this. It never really clicked with me. I think it's kind of stupid. And I still do, although it seems to be working, so I'm telling you guys. Um, But the only reason I even gave this a shot was because... I ran into a tattooist right before uh, the whole covert thing. And I asked him uh, if he wanted to do the podcast. And he said, yeah, he, he would be interested. And I said, cool. Then I started thinking about questions I got to ask him. And I know when you're tattooing, you kind of visualize the tattoo. Um, what techniques you want to use. Where do you want to start? And then I thought, maybe... I wonder if he visualizes himself as a good parent or as a patient parent or, you know, as a happy family. And then it clicked just like that. Maybe I should be visualizing myself as a, as a happy father and a happy family. And immediately my stress started to be reduced. So I thought that was pretty cool and I thought I would share that with you. You know, I still find myself um, a little angry, though, at some of uh, my, even my friends that made me feel like I wasn't grown up. I mean, even when I do to tell some people about the podcast, they just look at me like I have 17 heads. Like, oh, so what, do you think you're going to be a famous podcaster? And it's like, no, it's just something to do creatively. It's something that puts the focus on myself sometimes. Um it's just something to do. I mean, it's better than sitting in front of a TV and rotting away. I like creating things. I don't know where this is going. But it's something that I enjoy doing. I hope I get better at it. But the attitude is like, you need to grow the fuck up. And uh, I'm still resentful at them. Because I had another one of these, you need to grow the fuck up moments recently. But the difference is, I'm very confident in myself now, and I'm very confident in my ideas. And I've found, you know, um, even though everything isn't 100% in balance, I did find a balance for me to be the way I want to be in this world. Yet somehow I'm a part of society, 
maybe at the bare minimum. I do the least I have to to be part of society. I'm a custodian. Great job, great benefits, and all that stuff, all that jazz. I didn't have to go to college, so I avoided that trap of the system. Um, it's the bare minimum you could do to reap all the benefits out of society, to get myself a house, good insurance, without actually completely selling my soul. Um, I don't know. It's kind of silly. You know, like, some people are like, oh, you, you know, whatever. You're a custodian? Yeah, I like being a custodian. It doesn't bother me. I go in, either I put on some tunes, or I listen to a podcast, or a book on tape, and I clean. It's really not that bad of a job. Um, you know, every once in a while something breaks and we gotta fix it, which is always cool because that stimulates the brain. But generally speaking, I'm not too worried about anything. Life is okay, yet I can still be fully tattooed. I can still do a mohawk and show up for work because after all, I'm just a guy who's cleaning toilets. You know what I'm saying? No pressure. Then again, I don't know, some people like maybe you should grow up and get a real job. What, grow up be like you? Wear a shirt that's all tight and makes me feel stuffy. Have a bunch of fucking worries. Overextend myself. Have a nice manicured lawn. Never spend time with my kids because I'm trying to make more money because we need more shit. If that's growing up, I don't ever want to do it. We're living a dystopia, we're having fun, it's a serious crime. They say you're immature, they say you're infantile. The things that worry them don't really worry me. For my behavior, I take full responsibility.
we're back. So, I don't have really have much uh, listener mail, but um, we don't say can't on Instagram. Wrote in, and I'm gonna have to paraphrase because he wrote a while ago, referring to um, getting my son's speech therapy. And I believe he said he did it with his daughter and it was quite an ordeal. And yes, it is quite an ordeal. Um, I think more so the fact that um, I don't trust schools. I don't uh, trust the administration. Uh, I could give you countless examples. Like uh, the fact that... uh. When I was younger, I had a teacher put her hands on me. And then when I smacked her hand off of me and ran out the classroom, called her a bitch. It's probably where I went wrong, calling her a bitch. I got kicked out of that school. And then uh, countless other things. My senior year, getting jumped all year by a bunch of kids. I was a new guy in the school. And uh, because my record of getting kicked out of schools... Going to an alternative school for bad kids. They just looked at it as I was the fucking problem. So, uh, countlessly I got jumped by the football team. And there's no possible way they could suspend any of those kids because they don't know their names. Even though it's number 24 standing right there. If you don't know his name, we can't do anything. So that's how uh, my senior year went. Uh, getting first school I got kicked out of was in, for the teacher putting her hands on me, was in, uh, third grade. So there's a lot of these, uh, constant, um, episodes that I have a strong distrust for the administration, for schools. I know how, uh, they'll put things down on your permanent record, and I'll just follow you. So, I think more of the stress that comes from, from me is the fact that um, I want to call them out on their bullshit. And uh, even just working in the schools, I know how this goes. I know how people will label you and they will use character assassination to uh, shun you from the community. And I'm worried that that I might open up my mouth in the wrong way. That not only will I do that to me, but I'll do that to my son. That's my biggest fear with that. I don't think I got that um, across so much in the podcast. That's where the stress comes in, is me fucking up things for my son. You know? Thank you for writing in. I'm sorry I took so long to get back to you. Um, you know, with the whole virus... Wife getting pregnant, building the basement. I mean, technically, it's all just excuses. I should have gotten back to you sooner. Thank you for writing in. I greatly appreciate it. So, I feel like I should lighten up the mood now. I have an obsession with stickers. It brings much joy to me, as if I was a five-year-old boy. I get teleported back in time every time I get stickers. So, I'm wallpapering this door in my house. With stickers. So it's like a club bathroom. I'm just missing the graffiti. 
and the stale beer smell. But still, it brings me joy. I just want to thank my boy Mike in Florida for sending me some stickers. Greatly appreciate it. Lone Wolf Tattoo, Dead Panda, Fuzzy Cracklins, and Buzzard Cult. Thank you for the stickers. You brought much joy to my day. Enjoy this juicy, scrumptious playlist, everyone. No. 
junkies and stress
All links will be in the notes.